The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see it from a different angle. Wow. Can you believe that? You're listening to Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Thanks, Salty. Welcome back to another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. Well, it's been an exciting week of NRL, uh, of course, the trial games, and we've got a lot to go through. And boys, of course, very exciting because we are just, what, weeks away now from the first round of NRL. Yeah, week today, and it's uh, Teamless Tuesday, so get around that. Very exciting, very exciting. Uh, we're going to start off with the trial games, and I believe the first one would be Seagulls versus Raiders. Is that right, Cal? It is, mate. It is. Uh, so the Raiders won that game. They uh, they came back and uh, won 18-16, so it was a pretty close game. Um, obviously, the game was impacted with heavy rainfall, and res- which obviously, well resulted in a few errors. Mm. Um, looking at the Manly performances first, the main talking points – I want to discuss are the injuries that occurred to uh, Marty Tapao and also Hamole Olakawadu. They're both in doubt for round one with Olakawadu expecting to miss a few more weeks with a broken arm. So this opens the door now for someone like Carl Lawton, um, possibly maybe even Andrew Davey to come into the side. So could be uh, interesting come teamless Tuesday. Another injury was Dylan Walker. Um, he appeared limping off the field. I'm not too sure of the extent of his injury but he could be also in doubt for round one. Uh, top scores for Manly were Jake Javojevic with 33, Lockie Croker, he got 32, and Dylan Walker off the bench with 30. So it uh, wasn't too bad, really, um, for the Seagulls. Uh, popular choice and low-priced cash cow, which I just discussed, Andrew Davey, he didn't make an appearance, so he might be uh, someone... That you could probably leave out of your team at the moment. Um, obviously, it'll depend on Teamless Tuesday whether he can come into the side or not, but I'd probably avoid. Um, other than that, the other talking point really is probably Turbo. He didn't really contribute to anything except for a try, that which was really just a simple backup play. Mm. Um, that resulted in 16 points, and I think he played close to 50 minutes for those 16. So, yeah. A little but bit again, worrying, but again, that. that's just them resting him, mate, before the season begins. Yeah, yeah, it is. And like, obviously, last year he he had plays where he scored like thirty points mm. uh, during those plays, so he can obviously get those points back up there. But I think a lot of the coaches um, might be trying to find a way to keep Turbo a bit quieter this year, which might impact his scoring and his price, obviously, early on. Yep. Uh, another interesting person to discuss is Ethan Bullimore. Um, he didn't really set the world on fire. He got 25, but he could be someone to look at if he starts uh, come round one. Um, and he'll also get the dual position of middle and edge forward and being priced at 331000 wouldn't be the worst option to include in your team. All right. Did you watch any of that game, Nick? I actually did. I did have power at that point of the week. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, <laughs> Last Friday. Yeah. Another player that might look at is uh, Sipley, depending on how bad Tapao's injury is. He's only at 314K, so he might get a lot of minutes, but we'll have to wait and see. I think Callum pretty much covered everyone else in Manly. Daily Cherry Evans looked all right, but he didn't score that well. Mm. Um, yeah, and Andrew Davey, I think, is coming back from an injury still. That's why he's not playing. So we'll have to see if he's named in the team list or not next week. Yeah, so also uh, discussing the Raiders, uh, they won 18-16, as I've already mentioned. 
Um, they had a few decent scorers in the mix, including the top uh, point scorer of the game in Joseph Tarpany, who scored 52, but that also included a try. Uh, Jack Whiten scored 44, which included a try and a try assist. And Tom Starling off the bench, 34 points, so not too bad from him. Uh, it appears that possible cash cow Xavier Savage will be playing on the wing for Rappiner, who will be out for the first two games. Um, if that's the case, I don't think he'll probably be a buy to start the season off. But I, I do see him at some point coming into the side and potentially playing fullback uh, later in the season. Obviously, if there's injuries, he'll be put in there faster. But uh, depending on how the Raiders start and how Nickel Clockstab plays, then he might be forced in there. Um, as I mentioned, Tarpany was a top scorer of the game. He was really solid and is someone who will probably be a good pod player at 579,000. Uh, the only concern I have is the rotation system that Ricky has with the forwards at the Raiders. They've got some really quality forwards and Tarpany might find himself uh, with less minutes some weeks with the possibility of playing on the bench. Uh, White and scored a nice try. Uh, beat a few defenders to get to the to the try line, but other than that, wasn't really um, outstanding, I suppose you could say. Uh, Tom Starling also did well, looked really good in defence, set up a try. If Hodgson gets injured, then um, I reckon Starling will probably be almost close to a must-have in your side. Um, but yeah, at the moment, uh, the only thing that really questions around the Raiders at the moment will be who gets the kicking duties come round one. Will it be Fogarty? Will it be Croker? And maybe, you know, that might contribute to their scores a bit better. But other than that, pretty good game of football. Yep. Uh, Nick, any standout plays from the Raiders, mate? Yeah, I think Jack Whiten played pretty well. Um, and Jamal Fogarty, actually. They they seem to play really well together. Um, but yeah, I don't know how many people you'd actually look at buying in this team. As Callum said, Savage might be on the wings, so you don't have to buy him straight away. Tom Starling's on the bench, so you don't know how many minutes he's going to get. And yeah, I think it's just a wait and see with most of these Raiders players. But um, I did like the halves for them. They seem to do really well. And uh, their forwards are pretty strong as always. Good stuff. All right, ready to move on to the next game. All right, ready. There was a second game on Friday night, and that was the Roosters v West Tigers. And the Tigers got up, Callum. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, they won 16 to 8 after the Roosters scored the first two tries. So nice little comeback for the the West Tigers for match. So I'm sure he'd be a little bit happier than what he was at the start of the game. Um, obviously, the game had a few errors as well with the conditions. Um, Bucketing down. Yeah, so like I'll, I'll discuss the Tigers team first. Um, overall, I thought they had a decent game. I thought Hastings looked solid in defence, also set up a try for 43 points. His Haas partner, Luke Brooks, also did well with 42. Uh, both the front rowers, James Tarmau with 40 and Stefano Uto Ikumano with 45, but that also included a try assist. They played well. Um, for me, though, the main talking point uh, is big Luciane Leilua. Mm. Can I just say what a game this bloke has had in the past two weeks and especially in this trial game? I think that the way that he plays for the Tigers, that he could be someone who could be in the top five for edge forwards this year. Ooh. Oh, definitely, and, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, um, I, I think you should be trying to target him 
if you, if you can start with him, brilliant. Uh, if not, then yeah, get him in later in the season. But he scored 79 points. Wow. That included a try, 127 run meters, five tackle busts, two line break assists, five offloads, and 27 tackles. So he's got some good, decent base stats there, plus the attacking stats and a try, and he got 79. That's really good for a trial game. It's really good, mate. Uh, how many yeah. minutes do you reckon he's going to get? He'll play 80 on the edge. All right. Yeah. yeah. And then the other uh, talking point um, would be Kelmar Talagi. Um, he looked okay. He's a potential uh, looming cash cow who will be at this stage, I believe, starting on the edge for West Tigers. Um, he scored 31 points. And that, that's a good option um, in your team at the moment with his price. So, yeah, West Tigers overall, I, I was impressed. Good stuff. Uh, were there any injuries during that game, mate? Um, not that I'm aware of. I think James Tarmow, I think he's facing a suspension. Mm. Yeah, he got charged, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So he could be out for a few rounds. but Sam Walker, um. Well, he nearly got dropped. Well, he did get dropped on his head, but luckily he didn't get injured at that point. And then I think he went off with a concussion, uh, I believe, in the second half, early second half, maybe even towards the end of the first half. But um, he should be right for round one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Um, Nick, any players from the Tigers that Callum didn't quite mention, mate? Um, Stefano Utokamanu, I think, played really well. He, Callum mentioned him. I think he got 45 points. And he's been a popular option for fantasy coaches um, in the last few weeks. And I think he actually played really well. Uh, he did make a couple of errors as well and still was able to get that um, that that score nice and high. Um, yeah, and Luciano Lealua, Callum, I might pop a quick question on it. Would you pick him over to Vita Pengai Jr.? Easy answer. Yes. <laughs> we might get to that later when we discuss Tavita. I think yeah. we will. <laughs> but that was a really good performance from him. Um, also, Jacob Little's out for yes. a little while now. Um, so that Simpkin will come and play. He could possibly play 80 minutes at hooker. What do you think, Callum? Yep, absolute spiciness. That is going to be unbelievable if he can play 80. He will be someone that I think a lot of coaches will be targeting and I've actually found a way to get him into my side at the moment. So Really? He's 403K though, so he's yeah, not, yeah. not it's too cheap. a bit cheap. awkward. Yeah. No, he's but very awkward, awkwardly priced, but if he, he can, can play in. 80, yeah. yeah. And like even as well, if he plays the first four to six weeks, which I think Little's supposed to be out for about four to six weeks, if he can play and the Tigers do well, and he obviously has a few good performances, he could force Little to come back through the bench and actually might keep the starting spot for the year. So could be some interesting times around. Jake interesting Simpkin. options there, yes. Mm. Very good. Uh, mate, we're going to re- move on to the Roosters now. Yeah, yeah. So the Roosters, um, Paul Morowski was their best player with 43 points. That included a try. Uh, other relevant players that scored okay are Kevin Naguama. He got, uh, scored 30. Joey Manu playing in the halves scored 30 as well. Sam Walker got 32. Uh, Satili Tupanua scored 35. Um, Kevin Naguama, if he starts, he could be a decent cheap uh, option, maybe a potential cash cow in the winger fullback position price at 365k. Obviously, he's battling 
um, Joseph Sawalu, but I think that he's got uh, the winger spot over him at the moment. Uh, Manu also looked good in the halves, even though he isn't um, playing there, but he could still, you know, score similar and play a similar style to what he did in that trial game as he's going to be a roaming centre this year, like Turbo and Origin last year. So, yeah, other than that, that's about it for the Roosters. There wasn't really anything that caught my eye was outstanding from them. All right, Nick, final words, mate? Yeah, they had a couple of players not playing. Um, yeah. Like Tedesco, um, Angus Crichton wasn't playing. Um, mm-hmm. They're probably both good options to start the season, I think. Um, I want to talk about Connor Watson because it came out, was it yesterday? I'm not exactly sure if I'm keeping up with the with the social media stuff at the moment, but um, is he now right to play round one? Or something? I'm I'm not sure. I, I I haven't seen about that. I've heard about a couple of others who were now right to play uh, round one. Well, I think he is now, and Sam Verrills um, is out. But why do why are there five and a half percent of teams have Connor Watson in their team, Callum? <laughs> who knows, mate? <laughs> I don't I don't really know why. Um, like I I haven't seen any news on social media. Obviously, I've been doing a little bit around here with the flood situation at the moment in Queensland. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I, I don't know why he is. It might be something to have a look at though. Yeah. Oh, and Victor Radley as well made a lot of tackles. I did see uh, that. Yeah. that game, but he only, scored, he only scored 33 points. Uh, I don't think I'm going to purchase him. There's probably a few better options no. than him. Yeah. He's, he's one of those players who are really, really good player, obviously on the field. But in terms of fantasy, it doesn't really match. So and Big Lindsay Collins was back. Big Lindsay, yeah. I can't wait to see him in the uh, Origin Arena this year. Yeah, he is priced He's... pretty high as well, six hundred and forty-one k. Yeah, would be would have been selecting him. Yeah, no. would have been too high. All right, so West Tigers getting up against the Roosters, sixteen to eight. Uh, the next night on Saturday, it was the Eels taking on the Panthers. Bit of a surprising uh, score there, Cal. Yeah, yeah, a little bit surprising, but you know, they Panthers had a few players out. They had um, yeah. both captains Cleary and Yo not playing. Um, to I don't think he was playing either. No, he didn't. Um, Spencer Leniu was a late withdrawal with a potential possible hamstring injury. Yep. So yeah, he might be missing round one now. And then there was a few others as well uh, that didn't play. So. The Eels pretty much came up against the half-strength Panthers side and that can uh, be seen in the scoreline, 36 to nothing. So, um, But the main talking points from the game for the Panthers, um, are Cash Cows, Stephen Crichton and Isaac Targo. I think they both played well. Uh, Crichton played on the right side and Targo played on the left. So that could be interesting. Um Look, Crichton scored, I think it was 21 and Tago 23. So it's nothing outstanding. But when they have someone like Nathan Cleary come back into the side who can feed them good balls and put them through holes, um, obviously they'll be able to bust through the, the line a bit more. I think they'll they'll score a bit better. Uh, Shawnee O'Sullivan played well with 46. He's a decent backup option for the Panthers during the origin period. And also if either half goes down during the season... Uh, Coruscant did all right too. He scored 27. Um, that included 45 tackles. So he lost a, a few points with seven missed tackles. Um, 
but yeah, he 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 was okay. Uh, Jermaine Hopkins and Scott Sorensen played well with mid forties. Um, I think they're probably most likely to potentially pick up a bench spot come teamless Tuesday for round one. Uh, also, Matthew Eisenhuth scored well with fifty-one p- points, including forty-four tackles, uh, but he won't be starting come round one with Isaiah Yo to take that lock spot. Uh, that's really about it, though, for the Penny Panthers. Nick, g'day, mate. Hello. Um, I want to ask Callum a question. Taylor May, uh, do you think he'll get the wing spot over Charlie Staines? Or do you reckon Charlie Staines has got that? Um, oh, I think they'll probably go Charlie Staines. I did think they'd go May, but I think Charlie's probably going to maybe get first crack at it now. Yeah, Unfortunately, well, they're, both, they're both pretty cheap. They're around the same price. Yeah. But Taylor yeah. May looks like a player who get a lot more fantasy points. He got 21 fantasy points in that game. Charlie Stane's got 22 starting at fullback. So, yeah. He, he doesn't I score very well, May's, does he? No, mm. May's better. But I think they might maybe give it to Charlie at this stage. If May's in, though, obviously he'll be a, a potential decent cash cow option to have on your side. But even if Charlie's in there, I wouldn't be putting him in. There's other people that are better options and having a fullback that you can get in at a similar price. And then I think, as you said, um, Targo and Crichton, I, the both their centers looked pretty yeah. good. And when clear, if clear is in the team, they'll get a lot of chances to uh, score. So I think they're both pretty good buyers, but that's about it for the Panthers, I think. All right. Mm. Moving on to the Eels then. Yeah, Eels played well as a unit. Um, they had some standout players, actually a few. I'll go through them now. Clint Gutherson scored 43, including a try assist. Uh, Dylan Brown got 62. Uh, that also included a try. Mitchell Moses scored 56 with two try assists. Regan Campbell-Gillard, 51, including a try assist. Reed Marnie with 46. He got a try and a try assist. Um and Isaiah Papali'i scored 52 with right. eight. And also, actually, Oregon Kafusi off the bench surprised me. He scored 50 points. Wow. How long yeah, was he on so, for? Um, I believe he came on reasonably early uh, okay. into the game. Well, not sorry, not early, but I, th- I think he played around the 40, 50-minute mark. So, you know, he's not too bad. Your thoughts on the... Uh... Parramatta Eels, Nick? Yeah, there's a, a few good options in this team now. Like, well, we got Will Panasini in the centres. A lot of people um, are looking at him. He got 33 points. He looked pretty good, um, but he did have a try assist on that kick back inside. Um, but he looked okay. Looks like he can score in those 30s. Sean Russell, their new winger. Um mm-hmm. He got 22 points with a try, so not the best, but he did finish that try really well in the corner. So he looks like um, he he could if he scores some tries, he can get get you some money maybe. Um, I liked both their halves, Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses. Look like they really switched on. Like Dylan Brown was running the ball a lot, Mitchell Moses was running the ball a lot, and they were creating a lot of chances. Um, yeah, they look really good. They they did look really good. They're just probably awkwardly priced. They're a bit high. Um. Isaiah Papali'i looked damaging as well. He scored a try yep. on the one inside. He's, he's probably, yeah, he's a gun. Uh, if you want to start with him, I don't think you're going to lose cash. Uh, and Reed Marnie, I think, looked good as well. So 
Um, yeah, there's a lot of good options if you want to pick these guys and keep them. But yeah, Sean Russell, I might be looking at him, Will Penasini as well for some cheap options. Yeah, locking Will Penasini, 33 right. with great attacking play. Looked really good. So I had him out now back in. And the Eels have got um, Titans in the first round. So for the Titans, absolutely. All right, yeah, next. All right. Are we ready for the next game? Yeah, mate. Born ready, born sure. ready. Good, Nick. Glad, mate. Uh, it was the Dragons versus the Rabbitohs. Interesting yes. game, Cal. Yeah, the Charity Shield. I tell you what, That's the Dragons. Right. They won 16 to 10. I think it's like the first time they've won it in like nine or 10 years or something ridiculous like that. How yeah, good. 10 years, yeah. Yeah, almost like Queensland with State of Origin. Um, obviously, the Red V played well. Uh, starting with the Rabbitohs, though, their performances. Um, all relevant fantasy players look good. Blake Taft scored 30, but shouldn't be in your team now with Latrell coming back from round two. Uh, that'll probably force Taft onto the bench and will probably play the 14 role where he will get limited uh, minutes. If not, he might not get any minutes playing there. Uh uh, possible cash cow Lachlan Ilias. Um, he did reasonably well, scored 35 points. Should be in your side for round one if you don't have him. Uh, as to be expected, Cody Walker scored 58 fantasy points and was in everything for the Bunnies attack. Um, he set one up, also scored one himself. Uh, looked to continue to do most of the attacking this season for the Bunnies. So he'll probably be their main man. Uh, Damien Cook. Uh, he was a bit quieter than what some were anticipating, I think. He still was a like, solid score of 44. That included 35 tackles in the middle. But, yeah, a li- little bit quieter than what I was uh, yeah, anticipating. Um, Jackson Paulo scored a try and scored 24 points for the game and could be a decent cash cow dual position option for your side come round one. Price at 327000 Uh Jai Arrow as well is the other player who I was keen on watching for this game. Uh, he's set to start on the edge next to Ilias, which might result in an increase of tackles, as he'll be there to protect the young half who was transitioning into the NRL. Uh, he scored 49 points, including 90 run metres, two tackle busts, one offload and 30 tackles. So overall, it's pretty solid performance. Uh, he moved into the middle of the field and played as a front rower, though, for a little while, which I'm not sure will happen in the game. Um, but that's pretty much happened in this trial because Thomas Burgess uh, was Simbin and they brought Jacob Host back on to replace him, as you can do in the trial games and have 13 on 13 still. So, yeah, even even if he doesn't um, move into the middle, Arrow probably will be maybe a good pod to have in your team. And it also has value with the dual position coming his way compared to others who are at a similar price to him. Good stuff. Nick, your thoughts, mate? Yeah, well, uh, the Bunnies didn't have Cameron Murray there playing at lock, so they had to play Mark Nichols at lock. So he's an extra front rower. So I think Jaira will spend a lot of time on edge yeah. and not have to go in the middle like he did in this game. So that sort of bumped up his tackles a bit. But uh, yeah, I think he's a pretty good option at the price he's at. Um, I think obviously Cameron Murray will be a good option as well when he plays. He's the captain. Um, he finished the season well last year. Damien Cook didn't set the world on fire, as Callum said, but uh, he, he probably won't lose too much uh, value, especially I've got Latrell coming back week two. Latrell's only in 2.2% of teams. 
Callum, what do you think? 671K, cheaper than Tedesco, Pappenhausen in doubt, round one. What do you think? No. <laughs> Luttrell, he'll, he'll be more involved this year, obviously, with Reynolds up there, and he'll get the goal kicking. But I just think if Pap's out and you're going to put someone else in your team, you've got to either have enough money to upgrade to Teddy or downgrade to someone like Nico Hines. I wouldn't be going the troll. He's also not dual position this year like he was last year, so he loses that. Yep. Yeah, it's true. But apart from that, those players that Calum already mentioned, I don't think there's anyone else that I need to mention that you should buy. I think he's covered it all there. Great. All right, let's move on to the Dragons then, Callum. Oh, I tell you what, the Dragons look good. The Red V. I was very surprised. I, I, I think... Um, they might, yeah, they might surprise a few people this year with how they're predicted to finish. I think they'll be one of the, the teams competing for a final eight spot come finals time. Big call there. But yeah, yeah. In terms of fantasy, though, their best scorer was Jack Bird, which is interesting. He played on the edge, um, scored 46, but also included a try. Um, other players who looked good were Ben Hunt. Obviously, that's to be expected. He's going to be the chief playmaker for the team this year with... Uh, Young Amone in the halves with him. Um, speaking of Amone, he did okay during the game. Scored 31 with some nice plays involving some fancy footwork. Um, he'll be good to have in your squad, though, at 350000 Tyrell Sloan, I think, looked good um, with 32, as did Corey... Uh, sorry, not Corey. Cody Ramsey, who had a nice finish in the corner for a try with 35 points and could be a good pickup in your emergencies at 288k. Uh, they both swapped positions, I noticed, at one point with Ramsey to full back and Sloan uh, moving to the wing, which I hope isn't something that they're going through in actual games because Sloan looks heaps better at fullback. He's a lot more silkier and has a better passing game and can link the plays between the halves outside of the backs, which is something that they missed last year with Matt Dufty in the side. Um, other than that, though, I think the, the the Red V did well, and congrats on the win, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nick, anyone that interested you, mate? Yeah, Cody Ramsey, as Callum said, looked pretty good, and he's pretty cheap. Um, would you go for Cody Ramsey, Callum, or Sean Russell? Oh, jeez. Well, what Russell's two twenty, isn't he? Uh, Russell's two sixty, I think. Two sixty. Okay. I'll confirm that with you as you, as you keep talking. Yeah. Well, obviously, Russell's going to be a little bit cheaper. Um, he might be someone that could be better, but in terms of keeping their spot for the year, because I'm, I'm not sure when Sevo is coming back into the side uh, for Parramatta, um, but Ramsey's probably got better job security. Yeah, Russell's 260, so it's 28K yeah. difference. Yeah, I'd probably go Ramsey. Even 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 though that, you know, Russell Russell's going to be in a side that will probably Scores score yeah. points. Yeah. It, it depends if you want to make fast cash. Fast cash, go Russell. If not, go Ramsey. Interesting. All right. Is that it for the Dragons and uh, the Rabbits? Yeah, I think um, you know, Jack Bird, as he said, Amone. Uh, yeah, that's probably all you're really looking at. All right. Easy. Well, I think we're going to introduce this next game with a, a quote from Nick's Facebook page. On February go. the 26th at 9.29 p.m., Looks like Broncos will get the wooden spoon this year, sad face. <laughs> hey, they play terrible. Did you watch that? <laughs> I thought they played really well. Oh, my God. 
it's like they, they play the first 15, 10 minutes of the game and then that's it. Mm. The thing the game's over. You know, the game goes for 80 minutes, not 10. <laughs> Idiots. Cal, um, 26 to 6. I mean, were the Cowboys playing well or was it just the Broncos having a bad night? Tell you what, mate, I was sitting there wearing my Cowboys jersey. I loved every <laughs> moment of it. I was a bit worried after they scored the first try. I was a bit soft, but then the Broncos left, let, uh, let in a lot uh, easier and softer tries than what the Cowboys did. So, mm. um, yeah, I think the Cowboys looked pretty good in the end. Broncos obviously looked terrible, but Cowboys good. <laughs> <laughs> Go Queensland. All right. Yeah. Are you going to start with um, Cowboys or Broncos, mate? I'll let you choose. Mate. I'll start with the Bronx. Just yeah, right. Good. So um, we're still not sure who's going to partner Adam Reynolds in the halves, but at this stage, it looks like it'll be either Billy Walters or most likely Albert Kelly. Mm. Uh, Kelly obviously missed the game with COVID and so did um, Herbie Farnworth, I think as well. Can I just say that uh, Billy is actually looking really good in that position? Yeah, well, he, he played um, number seven, so he played where Reynolds would be. But uh, why why was Tyson Gamble doing most of the kicking? Oh, like Billy know. Walters wasn't doing anything, but he played like uh, a whole game. It yeah. was, was really confusing when I was watching that game. Mm. I don't know what was going on. I'm not sure whether that's something Kelly wanted to put into the team, whether he said, Gamble, you take the the reins and pretty much run the side. But yeah, I I, I did notice Gamble was uh, hogging the ball a fair bit and doing a lot of the kick meters, as he does. Um, yep. But yeah... Going back to the team, Payne Haas, he was on 42 points at halftime before he uh, impeded on a play which found himself off to the bin. So that dropped his points back to 34. But 42 after 40 minutes, wow, that is, that's good. I I like that a lot. Absolute beast. (laughs) Um, Still, though, you know, yeah, point a minute. So he's good. Potentially a good captaincy option if Cleary doesn't play the first mm. round or if he misses out for a couple of rounds and you want to keep him in your side. Um, Pat Carrigan also looked good coming back from his injury, playing front row. Uh, Kobe Hetherington, who I wasn't really keen on until now, he played well and scored 47 points, which is 17 points higher than his break even. Mm. And obviously now has a clear upside and also has the, cru- uh, the crucial dual position availability of middle and hooker. So if he can continue to post similar stats with uh, similar minutes come round one, then yeah, he's going to be uh, an he, interesting option. He did play a lot of minutes. So. He did. He did. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. He he could still be someone that will get a few price rises. And if he can get 40s, then I'll take that. Um, also looking at the hooker situation at the Broncos at the moment. Mm. Corey Pakes, um, now out of my team. Yeah, same. <laughs> yep. See ya. Bye. <laughs> yep. Unfortunately, he didn't really produce anything um, with the p- potential of starting as a hooker. He had a luckluster game, 18 from 40 minutes, I think it was. Shifted back to the bench. Turpin came on. He really didn't do anything either, so... It's a bit, a bit of a struggle uh, for Kevy at the moment. I feel a little bit sorry for him. Um, but yeah, it's a bit, a bit, bit, bit of a dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. Whoever, play, whoever, whoever is selected as a hooker out of those two, do not buy them. No. Just don't do it to yourself. Also, someone I'm going to say avoid is Kurt Catewell. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah, didn't do a lot. No, he, didn't. he scored 12. Obviously, when Reynolds come back, he'll probably be someone who will maybe benefit a little bit more with uh, more scoring opportunities. He'll have the ball shift out to a bit more. Um, I don't think he saw the, uh, like, even touch the ball until like the 23rd minute mark. So, how good? Yeah, I avoid. Um, and then the last person, uh, Jordan Pereira, is another cheap um, starting winger who did okay during the game. He actually looked okay. He yeah, actually, he got 28 yeah. points, which didn't include a try or any assists. So that's all base at. So I think you can get tries on top of that. Nice. Other than that, that's it for the Bronx. Um, should I even ask Nick about the Broncos? Is there going to be a bit of bias or Nick, anyone? Um, I hope Billy Walters gets the spot over Albert Kelly, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I just think Albert Kelly and Adam Reynolds are too similar. Hmm. They are a bit. I, I like Billy Walters and I hope he gets a spot. It'd be good for everyone in fantasy as well. So let's hope he gets that. All right. Well, Kelly Kelly won't be training with them for a while because I think he's going to be finished isolating uh, with COVID towards the end of this week. So Billy might be training there. Um, Will that potentially mean that Tuesday? Billy might be starting round one in that position? Maybe. Yeah, the only, not, the, only problem, the only problem is... Yeah, the only problem is... If he like he plays a couple of rounds and then gets kicked out of the team, yeah. which will be terrible for everyone. But I really hope Billy Walters is in the team. Kobe Hetherington, I'm not sure how many minutes he's going to get, but he looks like he'll score really well. He looks like one of our. He he should be in our best thirteen, or you know, he, he's he's pretty good. Yeah, well, that uh, forward I, I, pack, yeah, of Haas, Carrigan, and Hetherington, mm. decent. They had a few quick play the balls as well and got the team going forward, so they look good. Well, that's about it. For me, Jordan Pereira, I'm looking at now, actually, after that game. He's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Cowboys. Cowboys. Hey, how good, Cow? Hey, yeah. you must be happy. Yes, I was happy. I wasn't happy before the game, though. They had a late change uh, oh. to their starting uh, side with Gilbert moving in, uh, playing on the edge, which forced Nanai out, unfortunately. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen there come team this Tuesday. I'm hoping Nanai will still get a spot in front of Gilbert, just because he's priced a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. and it will be a good cash cow to have. Um, but yeah, other than that, though, uh, both edges did okay for the Cowboys. Hill and Lukey scored 49. Tom Gilbert got 42. Um, Ruben Cotter picked up 45, and he's been in and out of a lot of uh, teams this year. Well, yeah, I've, He I've also got, moved I've into... I've got Cotter the, in my mid. Yeah, well, Gilbert moved into the middle um, in the second half which obviously helped him with um, tackles and everything. Yep. Um, other than that, though, the only other person that really, in my opinion, is fantasy relevant in the side is uh, Hammer. Mm. So he did okay. He scored a try with 34 points. Um, I wouldn't be picking him up, though. He's just he's at an awkward price, and he'll probably need um, a few tries to help get bigger points in the games. All right. Interesting. Nicholas, mate. Yes. Did did you talk about Ruben Cotter in depth there, Callum? Not really, mate. Just a little mention of how he scored. 45 was pretty mm. good. Not too As, bad. At the uh, lock position, mate. Only two tackle breaks in that. Uh, 35 tackles made. Only three missed. Could yeah. be all right. What do you think? How, how many minutes do you think he's going to play? Well, it'd be interesting to see when Tom Lolo comes back into the side because oh, obviously... At this stage, he'll probably be playing front row, but he might come into that rotation and 
you know, he, he might come off for a bit, Tamalolo, and then Cotter might stay out there for about 50 minutes or something or 55, 60 minutes, and then Tamalolo might come back on and play lock to finish the game off. But, like, Cotter scored 45. His break-even's 44, so it's only five points really in value. But he's also dual position, so he could be someone to start the season off with. He's been in and out of my team. Yeah, I'm probably looking at him and that and Nanai, but we're not sure what's going on with him now, if he's yeah, going to start on the edge sorted. or not. Uh, that's probably about it in my eyes for Cowboys players. Yeah. Well, not a good start for the Broncos this year at all. Hopefully. Um, like it's only a trial game, mate. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, Storm V Knights. Storm getting up, Callum. Yes. Yeah, they did, um, which is good. Um, the Storm, they won 24 to 10. Um, Starting with the Knights, though, I'll start with them first. Ponga, for the second week now, he, um, he's he been a little bit disappointing, in my opinion, for fantasy scores with only 21, even though like he was involved with some really good plays and played well for Newcastle, but it's just not uh, coming into fantasy scores, unfortunately, at the moment. He's lost the kicking to Jake Clifford as well, the goal kicking, so there's a little bit of points there at this stage. Um, speaking of Jake Clifford, he was their best scorer. Uh, he scored four, well, 59, sorry. Um, he received a fair bit of points, though, earlier on when he went over and busted a few tackles and scored a try. Um, Chris Randall, as we said, he is a must-have. If you don't have him, what are you doing? Um, he looks really good. Um, scored 34 with 37 tackles made. So, obviously, he lost a little bit of points there with a few missed tackles. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's just showing, you know, like obviously... Yeah, you have to have him at his price. He's he's just showing it. Um, the other fantasy relevant player for a few coaches at the moment, that, um, a, a few of them are actually keen on, is the potential dual position player in Kurt Mann for halves and middles. Mann played well. Looked like um, he's going to be uh, a good a good scorer. He scored forty one points. His role appears to be a ball playing half who starts in the lock and takes the ball to the line whilst also playing a part and linking the Knights attack together. Um, didn't look out of place in defense. He was very solid making 31 tackles for the game. Uh, Brab and Bess also scored a try. I'll mention him briefly. Um, happened, had a couple of uh, good strong runs, but he appeared limping off in the first half with reports of maybe a knee uh, injury as the trainer was looking at his knee. So, yeah, might might be out for a little bit potentially. I'm not too sure though. Waiting on the news for him. What did you think of that game, Nick? Uh, I did have this game on, but I wasn't watching it in depth. Uh, yeah, Kurt Mann, I've got him in my team. Chris Randall, obviously, got him in my team. I don't have Caleb Ponga. Not going near Good. him. How about Jake Clifford at 521K? Callum, he got 59 fantasy points. I know you can't really look into the fantasy points really in depth in these trial games, but against the Storm, that's pretty good. He did score, though. Uh, what do yeah, you think of Jake I th- Clifford? I think he got like 20-on-something points from that try. He, he, he was high up fairly early in the game. Um, he, he, looked, he looked good. Like His partnership with Adam Clune's looking better each game that they've played so far. Um, and he's yeah, doing all the kicking. Pretty he much. is, and he, he's goal kicker as well. The only problem I have, though, is the Knights don't really have a great start to their season. I can be them 
like I can see them being none from five the first five rounds. Yeah. So yeah, he he might struggle to score points that way. Same with Ponga, um, but if they do, then they might be people to look at once maybe some cash cows might peak around round five. You might be able to swap them out, and then those players might be able to go to another level once they verse a little bit of uh, easier competition. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just going to keep my eye on Jake Clifford. But apart from that, yeah, no one else really interests me from the uh, Knights at this point. What about the Storm boys? Melbourne. They looked good, mate. They looked good. They did look good. Any standouts for you, Cal? Um, Munster looks fit. He looks really good this year. Obviously, he's been uh, training a fair bit this offseason. And he's probably got a new attitude as well, mate, after that yeah. whole debacle last year. Well, he- he even looks like he's matured as a player, so yeah, um, could be an exciting season for him. He might actually take reins of the Storm team this year and be more in control instead of Jerome Hughes in the half. So uh, he did come on after the first five minutes with Cooper Johns. I think he unfortunately hurt his shoulder. I think it was so. Um, you know, Munster played more minutes than what uh, Craig Bellamy was probably anticipating. Did um, Munster go to like fullback at one point? Or was he just in the middle of the field, like playing as a fullback at, on that try that he sort of set up? I didn't really see. I, I saw the try um, happen, but at, at that stage, I was, um, yeah, I, I wasn't actually watching the game. I was out um, trying to yeah. stop water coming well, into the backyard. That was houses. that was a very good try, and he looked like he was like the fullback. Like that's where the fullback would be, like a Papenhausen. Yeah, but Munster looked really good in that spot. Yeah, obviously he's out round one, so you wouldn't be selecting him yet, but. He's he looked good. I'm I'm excited for him this season. Um, Felice Cafusi scored well, 48 points. That included a try. Um, but look, he shouldn't be someone that you're really considering. He's not overly fantasy relevant. He's a good player, but he just doesn't. He's not consistent mm. um, with scores. Christian Welsh played okay. He only had one offload though. For those who are picking him up uh, for a strong offloading game, scored 33 in total. Uh, Wishart played well. Uh, won't be really relevant come round two, though, uh, when a few players come back. But talking about players coming back, Brandon Smith's now in for round one, boys. How good. Very spicy option How there. Good. He might, I think he might start hooker for round one and they might put uh, Wishart into the halves because Wishart can play the halves since Munster's out and Cooper Johns looks in doubt now as well. So Brandon Smith might be playing hooker. Hopefully that doesn't stop Harry Grant's potential come round two. Well, that's exactly right. Mm. Uh, tell me, how did Justin Olam go in fantasy uh, kind of perspective? Well, I can 35. tell you what. Yeah. During the game, I would hate to be up against him. He made Dane Gagai look terrible. <laughs> he was all over him. Mate, on field, like watching him, he is a gun player. But yeah. again, like last season when I was playing fantasy, he just did nothing for me. He got, yeah, mm-hmm. 30s, 40s. But apart from that, nothing really. Yeah. He it's, got it's seven hard, table though. breaks as well. Yeah, well, Jesus. That was most in the game. Most in the game. He had most run meters in the game. Do you oh, think wow. now that Storm will look at him? Because Josh Adokar now has gone to another team. Do you think they'll look at Olam now to be the main guy for them to potentially score tries and make breaks? Oh, it's a possibility. They're a good attacking side. I think anyone that plays in the back line for Melbourne will, you know, score well. Well, in terms of scoring tries, they might not score well in fantasy. No. 
looking at Xavier Coates there. Um, he's in my team. <laughs> Let me say now, he's in my Trouble. team. Three thirty k. He will. He will be good. He'll be a good option. Did That's he just go off with concussion, or was it something yeah. else? I think it was concussion. I'll still have him in the team. I think well, yep. he'll be in the round one. And his first touch in the first week of the preseason, he got a try. Yep. So He's going to be a similar player, in my opinion, to Jason Saab, Jason Saab last year. He's going to rely a lot on scoring tries. Okay, so would you, would you say then, would you rather drop the cash, 330, to someone like a Sean Russell or a Cody Ramsey or something? Oh, um, well, maybe. In my I'm, opinion, I'm considering it. I'm considering it actually. Yeah, it it could be. It depends what where you see Xavier Coates is going to be in your team. If you're just going to have him in your emergencies, then yeah, I'd put one of the cheaper options in because then you can use that money to spend elsewhere and get better cash cows or potentially bigger guns into your side. So interesting. Also, twenty eight percent of teams have Jack Howarth. He is not going to be playing very no. much this year at all. He's only got, probably going to be playing. Yeah, he's, he's only going to be playing in Origin, maybe. Yeah. Games off the bench. Yeah. He's so, a he's a good young prospect, so look for him next year. Yeah, don't put him in your team. Uh, no. Don't put Jack Howarth in your team. Avoid. Avoid. What about Ed Nelson? Did you guys see him play? He played well. Came off the bench, forty-seven points, Is five tackle bus, three offloads. Uh, I think he has. Well, he has to be to play that game now. He has to, to have played, yeah. I think. Mm. Yeah. So, um, that, that ruins a couple of cash cow potential options there. It does a little bit, yeah. In the forward line, I'm talking, yeah, so. Uh, no one else. I think we've covered everything in the storm, have we? Yeah. Yeah, just just want to wait to see what happens with Smith and Grant and how Smith Bellamy's and Grant, going to use them. Christian Teamless, Welsh, yeah. Teamless Tuesdays. When's that happening Can't again? Wait. Teamless Tuesday Tuesdays. on Tuesday. <laughs> how good. All right. Uh, of course, the Warriors and Titans game got cancelled due to the flooding. Um, so they won't have any more trials. They'll be ready to go for round one. Uh, and the last game we're going to cover is the Sharks v Bulldogs. Quite a good matchup there. But um, Sharks just looking really dominant, Cal. Yeah, it's unfortunate about the uh, the Warriors and Titans. I was really looking forward to that game. I thought it'd be a little Me bit too, exciting. Me too, mate. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, obviously, the, the torrential rain that's happened in southeast Queensland... Uh, changed the initial game from Saturday at Morton Daly Stadium at Redcliffe and moved it to Monday night at the Seabus yep. uh, Super Stadium. But and yeah, it was still too wet there, which is understandable. And you got um, you got to feel for the Warriors as well. I mean, they've oh, been living here for the last two years due to COVID, and they haven't had a home game in in some quite uh, in in quite some time. And yeah, to have uh, a game cancelled again this season. Well, that's it. But yeah, yeah uh, Sharks v Bulldogs, Cal. Sharks came out all guns blazing. Mm. They were really good. They won 30-6 to six against the Bulldogs. Um, I'll start with the Sharks. Nico Hines, a few people were questioning his move to the halves. Um, started at halfback, played some really good footy in my opinion. Set up uh, Nakora for a try. He scored 37 points. Um, from 55 minutes, I believe Heinz did. So uh, his combination with Nakora looks good so far. Um, mm-hmm. Heinz also had 219 kick meters, which was about a 60-40 split with Trindle. And I think will probably be an even bigger split with Moylan playing the first two. 
Cal, um, Hines, mate, how many points did he get? Who's that? Sorry? Nico Hines. How many points did he get? He scored 37 from 55 minutes, mate. Is that good? Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Like, well, he'll play 80, so it's yeah. probably going to be up around 50 points he'll score. Great. He was also goal-kicking as well. But I don't I don't know if he'll keep that role. But they yeah. were versing the Bulldogs. Yeah. And I can tell you what, they did not gel well as a side. Of it. Well, you can tell that they've picked them up, a lot of the players from different teams, and they're all still trying to work on the combinations at the moment. And he can kick five from five conversions, so that's pretty good. Yeah, well, a few of them are. I think maybe four out of, out of five of them were uh, right in front. So that's true. He, he, he did well in, in regards to that. Um, but he did he did kick a bit last year for the Storm, didn't he? Yeah, he did when Pappenhausen was out injured. Yeah. And also I think Munster, because Munster did a few kicking oh, goal kicks as well. So, he had a slump during yeah. that season. I still yeah. remember that. Shocker. I tell you what, people that surprised me though were the front rowers in this game for the Sharks. Hammond Uele and Fafita. Uele's, Hammond Uele scored 34. Fafita with 39. Um, they'll, probably, they'll probably get a bench spot. Um, mm. If Fafita can like start, which I don't think he will, looking at the quality that the Sharks have in Rudolph and Tolman, uh, Finucane, and also um, there's another one, I think Williams as well. Um, He'll struggle to get a spot, but he's at 240K. He played pretty good. Um, But yeah, all looking at a player who got injured in this game fairly early um, was Wade Graham. Graham. Yes, Wade Graham. Uh, Lower priced at the moment, the Sharks captain. Yeah, look, he he left the field early in the game and I think it was reported that he has an ankle injury. Yeah. Um, He was sitting on the sidelines wearing a moon boot, which isn't obviously a good sign. But if he's out, then Teague Wilton will probably start. And if so, he's a good option. But depends on how long, um, obviously, Graham's out for. Royce Hunt played well, scored a try, 43 points. Also got a fight with Tavita Pango Jr. <laughs> um, Britton Nakora scored a try, as I mentioned, played really well around the park. Could be a spicy option to throw into your team. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's about it for the Cronulla Sharks. Nick, mate, over to you. Mate, mate. Cullen's covered everyone, I think. Um, <laughs> really keen for when Cameron McInnes comes back because I reckon I'm trucking him straight into this team. Oi. Straight in. Oh, my. When he comes back, straight in. Straight um, in. Teague Wilton, yeah, I'm going to be looking at him. He's 484K, though, so... Yeah, awkward. Like awkward. the other players that could fill that position. Yeah, but, I mean, if you had Wade Graham, who's 461, it's not that much to go up to Teague Wilton, who seems no. to be scoring really well. Like, he scores well fantasy-wise. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it's not that much of an increase. Uh, Jaden Beryl's on the bench. I don't think he's going to score well at all. He won't even break his break even, I don't think, um, even though he's base price. So, yeah, no, no one no one else really. Andrew Fafita, maybe, maybe, but I, I just, I'm not sure. Hmm. All right, we're going to move on to the Bulldogs. Final team to discuss from the trials. Uh, Nick, let's start off with you, mate. Yes. <laughs> Well, uh, Matt Burton looked uh, looked really good. Well, obviously, I didn't watch this game live because I, I was in the dark, but um, I did see a highlight, and he did score a really nice try. Um, what happened with the 
kicking there. Let me just scroll across to kick meters here. It's all good, mate. You, go. you take your time. I'm here now. Okay. Matt Burton, 215 kick meters, and Jake Averillo only had 50. Yep. And Brandon Waken came on for 44. So that indicates to me Matt Burton is controlling the team, which is a good sign for everyone who has Matt Burton. Um, how was his combination with uh, his forwards? Calm, did you catch that? Yeah. Um, he, he looked okay on the left edge when Pango Jr. was on the field. Um, he obviously uh, linked with Avarillo. Um, Pango Jr. was coming through on an angle and used just like a, a dummy option, um, drew in a couple of defenders and um, allowed Matt Burton to squeeze through the gap and score a try, which was obviously exciting for the people that are owning him. Um, but yeah, he, he didn't look too bad, really. They, like, like you can tell with the, the stats, he did a lot of the kick meters, which I thought was to be expected, but not that much with Avrilo because Avrilo kicked a fair bit for him last year. Mm. I thought Avrilo kicked well last year for them. Yeah. Um, another player, Max King, who's a cash cow. He got mm-hmm. 33 fantasy points here, so he must have went pretty well. So he came off the bench, I'm assuming, there, and he scored fairly well. I think he's going to have a bench roll in the first week. Is that correct? Yep. Lock him into your emergencies. Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, wow. Max King, Riley, lock it in now. Write it down, mate. I am locking it in as we speak. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Uh, no one else on here really excites me too much at all. I know some people have been talking about Jack Hetherington, but I don't know why you'd put yeah. him in there. No. Uh, he seems to lose like his aggression. Like he's an aggressive player and going to the edge, he's just quiet. I don't, I don't understand the move. Obviously, if I take... Oh. Get him in the team somehow, round one. For Talamarin, I just get him in there somehow. He won't be there, but as soon Please. as he's there, I'm picking him up. Please. <laughs> I tell you what, Nick. Let's talk about Tavita Pangai Jr. Let's talk about it. He's up to his old tricks again, mate. Like obviously, it's the concern I have as a fantasy coach is that you put him in. Yes, he's going to be a good impact forward. He'll get your points through attacking play, some atta- you know, some tackle bus, also offloads. But he still appears to be ill-disciplined. Um, showed in the game, um, he found himself. I think on two occasions, first making contact with the head with his forearm and elbow on a, a player that was on the ground. Um, and then also in the fight with Royce, incidences re- um, resulted in him going uh, up for suspension. And obviously he got Simbin, so. So he got Simbin, yeah. he got put on report twice. He gave away three penalties. Yeah. And an Major error liability. as well. He had Lock eight hit-ups in your team. No, no, no. He had eight hit-ups, one tackle break. What was he doing? I don't you know. You tell me, because you watched it. He, he was there. He was just standing there doing nothing. Like, obviously, they used him to get Burton over for a try, but he just, yeah. Oh my God, I get him out of the I team. Get him liability. out of my team right now. Major liability. Trades are at a premium this year. Obviously, he's dual position, but no, 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 no. No good. No, no good. good. Get him out. All right. All right. Bit of editing in my team. That's for sure. Bring in <laughs> King, you say. Bring in King. Max King on the bench. Mid. All right. Maxi boy. Yeah. Bring All him right. In. Well, I've got, I've got good emergencies and good interchanges, so I might need to 
see who I could drop to bring him in. If if you guys are certain that he's going to get me some good points. Yeah, I'll have a look after this, mate. I'll have a look for you. All right, mate. Too easy. All right. Well, we thought we'd do something pretty cool to finish off this episode. Uh, of course, we're running out of time, so we might have to be really quick on this, boys. But um, Let's mention it briefly. We're, yeah, we're going to go through each position in fantasy. We're going to name three players who are set and forget. So someone who's uh, probably uh, expensive, probably costs a little bit more, and then three players who are going to be good cash cows in that position as well. So um, uh, we're going to start off with Hooker. Callum. Yeah, mate, no surprise. My main three set, forget guns, Reed Marnie, Damien Cook, and Harry Grant. I'll probably put Harry Grant first and Cook. Yep. And also Marnie, Cash Cows, Randall, Cotter, Clark, and new one, Jakey Boy Simpkin. Smoky well, option, Brandon Smith. Yeah. I've got Randall, um, mm-hmm. and I've also got Cotter, who's also in my mids at the moment. That could change. Nick, no, that's do, you, good. do you agree? Yeah, well... I did have Damien Cook above Harry Grant, but then as I was talking to Callum, I've changed my mind somehow to Harry Grant. (laughs) I've been talked out of Damien Cook. So, yeah, and then Reed Marnie. Uh, Cash Cows, Randall's got to be number one. Yeah. Um, I did have Corey Pakes, but now he's just going to share his minutes with Turpin, so I'll go away from there. Um. No, no, oh, yeah, sorry, Simpkin, as you said, now, since he'll be starting. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, probably about it. Tom Starling, maybe? Maybe? Yep. Tom Boy Starling. Yeah. That's yeah, good. Yeah, good. And also look out for hookers in your interchange and emergency as well because they are going to be a vital part of your NRL fantasy team. Uh, moving on to mids now, Callum. Yeah. No surprise. Payne Haas. Gun, oh. gun, gun. Get him in. Yes, yes, yes. Uh Cam McInnes, when he comes back, obviously he won't be there. Tahoe Harris as well. So that they're not going to be there for round one. But come round one, the guns that you can have other than them, I'd say would be Isaiah Papali'i and potentially also um, maybe Josh Jackson. Oh. Yeah. Joshy Jackson. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Making an appearance. <laughs> I do not uh, have any of those players in my mids. Yikes. Oh, no, no, no. I've got Big uh, Tino. Why, why haven't Tino. you mentioned Tino? Mate, I just don't want to go through the same trauma as last year. Yeah, all right. It's fair enough. Just, yeah. Well, so, I'll um, add in a couple other options that I yeah, would have Yeah, yeah, go, go, go. So I'd have Payne Harson as a Papali. And then this is the start of the season, obviously, as guns. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'd have Angus Crichton and Cameron Murray. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, cash cows. Cash cows. Uh, KB Hetherington, Maxi Boy King, and I'm going to throw Kurt Mann in there. Ooh. Why? Is he a mid? He will be. Oh, yeah, he will be, yeah, he will be. <laughs> True. Ethan Bullymore, Cash Cow? Hello. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. I know you don't want me to mention his name, but I'm just going to mention it every time now because he loves it. He's a Cash Cow. Ethan Bullymore. That's probably about it. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, uh, Edge. Edge. Nick, you go with your guns first, mate. Oh, my gun, Edge. You put me on the spot here. Come on. David Fafita. Yes. But, but I can't afford him. I don't know. I yes. can't fit him in my team. Well, that's the thing. You either have to have uh, Payne Haas or David Fafita because you yeah, can't afford probably. both. Yeah. No. Uh, and I've got, I've got big Dave Fafita. 
Watch out. Oh. Well, obviously you've got the jewels there still. You've got Papali'i um, and Crichton. Angus Crichton. Mm. I would have up there. And then I'll go smoking Luciano Lamoa. Oh. <laughs> That's who I was going to say as well. <laughs> Cow, mate. Yeah, for feeder, Crichton, Papali'i, Luciano Lamoa. <laughs> um, smoky options though Jai Arrow Ewan Aiken Jack Bird watch out for them mm. um, Cash Cows if he gets a go Andrew Davey probably won't though if I tie him around I won't get a go either Nanai Talagi from the West Tigers mm-hmm. and also potentially um, Carl Lawton potentially hmm Wilton for sharks, but he's not really a cash. Oh, he's four eighty. He's probably not cash cow. No, no. bit of a bit of a mid range, but if yeah, yeah, he'll make you some. For Tullamarina when he plays, surely. Yeah, can't yeah. wait. All right, halves. I mean, there's no surprise with one of those names, surely. Callum, <laughs> sorry, mate. It just it just lagged out there for me. I was about to get up, kicking the desk. Um, Nathan Cleary. Daily Cherry Evans. No. And I'm going to say, <laughs> Stop I'm going to say Nico Hines as the third best option in the halves. That yep. is spicy. First. You were kidding. Nice. Coming your way. You were kidding yourself. I No, I agree yeah. with Cal there. That's, that's a good option. Yeah. I'll give cash you heaps more options. You want me to give me heaps more options? I'll give you heaps more options. Go for it, Nick. Okay, you do your cash cows first then. Go. Cash cows, Lachlan Ilias, uh, Moan. Um, and I'm going to say Kurt Mann again for fun because you can't say Kurt Mann again. Kurt Mann. <laughs> okay. What about, what about Will Smith? Oh yeah. He's not even. He's not even going to be in the 17. <laughs> All right. You should oh. know this. All right. Well, he's just a Titans boy, so I was trying to give him a bit oh, of an true. edge. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Easy. Well, yeah. We didn't. Yeah. Nick. Anyway, mate, you're gonna you're gonna say other people. Can say yeah. Nicole. Well, Nathan Cleary, and then I'd go Luke Keary, definitely ahead of Daly. Oh my. Yeah, Luke Keary. And uh, Cody Walker. Oh, Ooh, I'm giving you gut. I'm giving you three. That's top three right there for their price and what they're going to score. That's mm. top three. Okay. Where are we? Okay. And then what do you want? Do you want McCash Cows? Yeah. Okay. Lachlan Ilias. Yeah, as you said. Billy Walters, mate. Lock him in. Up the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Tower Moan, as you said. Oh, there's no real other options, is there? You, know, you had Kurt Mann, yeah. You had Corey Pakes as a jewel, but he's nah. Now, like we said, avoid. Goodbye. What about Smokey Option, the big sex, Toby Sexton? Oh, yeah. Oh, Matt Burton. I think Matt Burton. I'm, I'm really interested in him now again. I've put him reason. in the centers, though. You've got to be you got to be really mindful you put in your halves as well because they're going to make you um a lot of your points. True. Mm. Oh, what about um Sam Walker as a potential cash cow or a set and forget? Neither, probably. Yeah. Unfortunately. Okay. He's just he's awkwardly priced. He's a good player. Give him a couple of seasons though, and then he'll be probably more fantasy relevant. And what about Hughes from the Storm? What's yes. what's going on with him? We didn't we didn't mention any of the Storm halves. No. Well, because well, Munster's he... out for round one. Yeah. Yeah, but what true. about Jerome Hughes? I don't know. I, I just can't gun. see him having another good season like he did last year. He did all right Munster. in the trials though. He um got yeah, a couple of good setups and that, and I just. He know. does rely more on his running instead of his kicking. So, 
But then that's that's the same as Munster. I don't know. That the concern is that they're both really good at halves and they'll probably take points away from each other, really. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Centers. Let's yeah. go. Nick, we're gonna start off with you, mate, because you're a bit upset that you didn't get the halves. I know. Come on, um, mate. are we going for gun centers? Redeem yourself yeah, here. Yep. Gun centers. Matthew Burton. You mm. and Aiken. Mm. Well, if you're not starting with those two, like I don't know what you're doing. So, well, who trouble. else are you going to start with here? You're not starting with Katoni Stags. Go away. Don't talk to me. <laughs> oh. Jack Bird. Who's a Jack Bird? There you go. There we go. There we go. Uh, Cow, you agree, mate? Any other players? Yeah, mate. I'll throw one more in there. Do it. Joey Manu. Ooh. <laughs> Dual position. Coach Robinson likes him. Similar role to Turbo. Hello. Hello. Roosters yes. have an easy run too. I have not got an expensive play in my centers. Can I just say? Can I just say? That's a good option. That's good. I like that. Cash cows. I got May. I don't know either, mate. So. I've got May from uh, Panthers and Penicini. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm. Are we sorry? Cash cows? Do we go cash yeah, cows? Yeah, cash cows. Yeah, yes, mate. please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, go. Well, Stephen Crichton, I'm going to mention him because he plays center at his club. So he's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penasini, as you said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tago uh, for There's the Panthers as well. Ones. Well, I've got him in my interchange because he's a dual position edge in center. So sorry, I'm yeah, looking. For, I'm looking fine. for my Smokey here. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> okay. Be yeah, I've got option. him in my team. Nah, I've got him in my team. We, we haven't go. even talked about him. He's from the Warriors. I can't oh, say his name. Oh, no. Rocco it's... Berry. <laughs> no, it's not Rocco Berry. Oh, isn't kidding? it? <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> Rocco Berry? Yeah. His name is Viliami Valley or something. No. Yes. He's going to be starting center. 240K. Lock him in, baby. Him in. I'm saying Rocco Berry. Watch out. Rocco Berry. All right. Cal, any more uh, cash cows, mate? No. Nah. No, all right, no, fair enough. No, good, good. Uh, wing fullback, wing of fullbacks, Ryan Pappenhausen. Surely, not be playing be, first round, probably won't be playing, but please play. <laughs> please, um, Tommy Turbo, James Tedesco. If you don't have those three come the end of the season, you are not serious about NRL fantasy. <laughs> You're a joke. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty hard to afford Tommy Turbo, no, it will be, it will be. But like you, you need at least two of them in your side. All right. The end of the and the season, only option, the only other option, logical, is Nico Hines. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. Yep. Set and forget. Wally or Savage potentially Naguama. I'll go through that. They're just um, three that I'm looking at. Uh, I will mention this bloke. I'm not really keen on him, but Xavier Coates. If he can score <laughs> tries like Saab, then yes, he'll make a little bit of money. Um, but the other person I really like, Jordan Pereira. Good base stats. If he gets any attacking plays at a, well, I'm, I was going to say an improved Broncos. So I'll just wait and see what Adam Reynolds does there. Um, he'll score a bit better. And he's a bit of a pod cash cow too at the moment. So great. Nick. I'll add, yeah, Sean Russell, uh, Cody Ramsey, mate, get him in. <laughs> Up the Dragons. Yes. Now, I want to mention this one guy, but I don't think he's going to be playing for Manly. We didn't really mention him, Callum. Mm. Um, is it, is it, is it Kalau or Kalau? Kalu? Yeah. He's center and wing fullback. Um, but Kulo or something, yeah. Kulo, Kulo that's Kulo. it. Kulo, yeah. Kulo, Kulo, I think. Yeah. 
but I don't think he'll play because they're going to put silly Brad Parker there and whoever else our other center is Morgan, Morgan Harper. Harper. Yeah. So he's in 14.3% of teams already. I know because he played so well on the weekend that everyone's he's putting him in his absolute team. Absolute speed, him and Mate, Saab. He's, he's got some speed, but mm. if one I'll of their at the twenty meter line, they'll, meet, they'll reach the hundred by the time we do a hundred meter sprint. If one of their wingers or centers gets injured, you're putting them in. Cash Definitely. cow. That's all. What about hundred percent? What about Xavier Coates? Yeah, Callum mentioned him. Yeah, just just how I reckon he's going to have a great season. Yeah, I agree, mate. Well, I don't think Callum does a try. Bloody hell. <laughs> well, don't put him in your scoring team then. I'm not putting him in my team at all. Oh. <laughs> Although might, I will might regret it. I've had him the past week. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, all right. there you go. Another you go. Ep- episode five is done and we're just about to get into round one of footy. It is going to be outstanding. One Alex, week away. Mm, keen as. Uh, remember, if you haven't liked us on Facebook yet, jump on Facebook. Give us a like. Three blokes, NRL, fantasy podcast we have an instagram as well nick we have an instagram send through your photos of your teams on the instagram three blokes nrl fantasy send them through we'll have a little segment at the end of uh the teamless tuesday episode maybe answering some questions possibly end of episode five nicholas do you want me to take it away yeah mate of course for you the footy's back baby see you next week <laughs>